We come into community to discover the mystery of forgiveness. I first read these words from the Canadian Catholic writer Jean Vanier, founder of the Communities of the Larche, as a young novice. They immediately struck me as both true and false. Taken in their strict sense, they were false. I had not entered the community of the monastery with any intention to discover the mystery of forgiveness. In fact, I had not even known that forgiveness was a mystery. Up to that point, I had thought it a rather straightforward affair. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Like you, I had prayed this line from the Our Father countless times since childhood. I had gone to confession. I had tried my best to forgive others. So where was the mystery? What was it about forgiveness that remained to be discovered? Now, in a broader sense, however, Vanier's words were being proved true in my ongoing daily experience as a newcomer to the monastery. They captured something very real. Tensions, misunderstandings, even conflicts with my brothers seem to arise over the smallest matters on a daily, sometimes almost hourly, basis. Out of this experience, I was realizing that far from understanding and accepting my brothers, I didn't even understand myself. As Father Michael Casey puts it, I found myself perpetually out of my depth. So I was discovering then a mystery. My need for forgiveness and my need to forgive others with a power greater than I could summon myself. Today, the octave day of Easter, the disciples too come together as a community to discover the mystery of forgiveness. But they too have no apparent intention to do so. In fact, throughout the course of the past week at the Gospels we've read at the liturgy, we've seen them isolated from one another, even at odds with one another. Mary Magdalene weeping alone at the tomb. The disciples on the road to Emmaus, despairing over their master's death and even disputing with one another at their, over their incomprehension. Peter, Thomas, Nathaniel, and the sons of Zebedee, with their hopes dashed at a loss for what to do, returning to their old jobs as fishermen. The eleven, refusing to believe the testimony of the women who return from the empty tomb. They haven't been seeking forgiveness, and they haven't been offering it to one another either. And so what has prevailed between them is a climate of fear, distrust, and even isolation. Community is impossible. It is only in today's gospel, for the first time, that we see them all coming back to gather together in the upper room. But even so, there's no evidence that they're hoping to discover any mysteries. In fact, as St. John tells us, they are hoping not to be discovered themselves. The doors were locked for fear of the Jews. To be discovered by the authorities would place them in grave danger, 
perhaps of suffering the same fate as their master. And then, all of a sudden, the mystery of forgiveness comes to them in person. The resurrected Lord Jesus discovers them. He passes through their locked doors and uncovers their veiled hearts. He doesn't say, I forgive you. His resurrected body is itself the greatest possible sign of forgiveness. He forgives even those who nailed his hands and pierced his side, if they are willing to receive it. He is eternal life in the flesh, bestowing peace and restoring communion, the communion that will endure in eternity. To make a declaration of forgiveness would have been unnecessary. His presence and his peace in the upper room were the very reality of that renewed communion that forgiveness makes possible, the mystery of forgiveness. Now, he goes on to offer them his peace three times. Now, this is parallel to the three times that he speaks of peace at the Last Supper. He is reminding them of all that he had taught them at the Last Supper on Holy Thursday. And he is even bringing to their minds uh, the prophecy that they would be scattered, every man to his own home, and that they would leave him alone. He reminds them, and he bestows upon them the gift of the Holy Spirit. This gift is his own communion with the Father, so that when he was abandoned, he was not alone. He abided in the Father's peace. He abided in communion with the Father. And this he then offers to them with the gift of the Holy Spirit, restoring the communion between uh, the disciples themselves, entering their locked doors, discovering them, and offering them the promise of life with him. This, then, is the mystery of forgiveness, the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit uh, that enables us to offer the Father's forgiveness and Christ's peace to one another. It is a, it is a mystery because it exceeds our understanding and acts upon us before we even know that it exists. And so today, as we receive the Holy Eucharist and are renewed in the communion of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, uh, let us uh, remember and be grateful for all that the Lord offered in his Paschal Mystery on our behalf.